using WebSockets with React Query. Teak Dodo's blog, the 6th of November 2022. Skip to content blog tags sponsors RS's the 6th of June 2021. React JS, React Query, JavaScript, TypeScript. Four minutes read. Hangio. Espanol. Add translation how to handle live data using WebSockets together with React Query has been one of the most asked questions lately, so I thought I'd give it a try, play around with it a bit and report my findings. That's what this post is about smiley face. What are WebSockets? Simply put, WebSockets allow push messages, or live data, to be sent from the server to the client, browser. Usually with HTTP. The client makes a request to the server, specifying that they would like some data please, the server responds with that data or an error and then the connection closes. Since the client is the one opening the connections and initiating the requests, that leaves no room for the server to push data to the client when the server knows that an update is available. That's where WebSockets kick in. Like with any other HTTP request, the browser initiates the connection but indicates that they would like to upgrade the connection to a WebSocket. If the server accepts this, they will then switch the protocol. This connection will not terminate, but will stay open until either side decides to close it. Now, we have a fully functioning bi-directional connection open, where both sides can transmit data. This has the main advantage that the server can now push selective updates to the client. This can come in very handy if you have multiple users viewing the same data, and one user makes an update. Usually, the other clients will not see that update until they actively refetch. WebSockets allow to instantly push those updates in real time. React Query Integration Since React Query is primarily a client-side async state management library, I will not talk about how to set up WebSockets on the server. I've honestly never done it, and it also depends on which technology you are using in the backend. React Query doesn't have anything built in specifically for WebSockets. That doesn't mean that WebSockets are not supported or that they don't work well with the library. It's just that React Query is very agnostic when it comes to how you fetch your data. All it needs is a resolved or rejected promise to work. The rest is up to you. Step by step. The general idea is to set up your queries as usual, as if you wouldn't be working with WebSockets. Most of the time, you will have your usual HTTP endpoints to query and mutate entities. Copy a standard query. Copy code to clipboard one const use posts equals equals greater than use query posts list fetch posts for use query posts detail id equals greater than fetch post id. Additionally, you can set up an app-wide use effect that connects you to your WebSocket endpoint. How that works totally depends on which technology you are using. I've seen people subscribe to live data from Hasura. There's a great article about connecting to Firebase. In my example, I will simply use the browser's native WebSocket API. Use React Query Subscription Copy Use React Query Subscription. Copy code to clipboard one const use React Query Subscription equals equals greater than to react use effect equals greater than three const websocket equals new websocket wss colon slash slash echo dot websocket dot org slash single quote closing parenthesis for websocket own open equals 
equals greater than 5 console.log connected consuming data after we've set up the connection we will likely have some sort of callback that will be called when data comes in over the websocket again what that data is depends entirely on how you'd like to set it up inspired by this message from tanner linsley i like to send events from the back end instead of complete data objects Event-based subscriptions copy event-based subscriptions. Copy code to clipboard 1 const use react query subscription equals equals greater than 2 const query client equals use query client 3 react use effect equals greater than 4 const websocket equals new websocket WSS colon slash slash echo dot websocket dot org slash single quote closing parenthesis 5 websocket own open equals equals greater than 6 console.log connected 8 websocket on message equals event equals greater than 9 const data equals json parse event data 10 const query key equals data entity data.id filter boolean 11 query client invalidate queries query key that's really all you need to make list and detail views update when you receive an event Entity, posts, list, will invalidate the posts list. Entity, posts, detail, id. 5, will invalidate a single post. Entity, posts, will invalidate everything post-related query invalidation plays really nice together with websockets. This approach avoids the problem of over-pushing, because if we receive an event for an entity that we are not interested in at the moment, nothing will happen. For example, if we are currently on the profile page, and we receive an update for posts, invalidate queries will make sure that the next time we get to our posts page, it will be refetched. However, it will not refetch it right away, because we have no active observers. If we never go to that page again, the pushed update would be completely unnecessary. Of course, if you have big datasets that receive small, but frequent updates, you might still want to push partial data down the websocket. Title of the post has changed? Just push the title. Number of likes have changed. Push it down. For these partial updates, you can use Query Client. Set query data to directly update the query cache instead of just invalidating it. This will be a bit more cumbersome if you have multiple query keys for the same data, e.g. if you have multiple filter criteria as part of the query key, or if you want to update list and detail view with the same message. Query Client. Set queries data is a relatively new addition to the library that will allow you to tackle this use case as well. Copy partial updates. Copy code to clipboard one const use react query subscription equals equals greater than two const query client equals use query client three react use effect equals greater than four const websocket equals new websocket WSS colon slash slash echo dot websocket dot org slash single quote closing parenthesis five websocket own open equals equals greater than six console dot log connected eight websocket on message equals event equals greater than nine const data equals JSON parse event data ten query client set queries data data entity old data equals greater than 11 const update equals entity equals greater than 12 entity dot id equals 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 data dot id entity data 
payload, entity 13 return array. Is array, old data. Old data dot map. Update. Update, old data. It's a bit too dynamic for my taste. Doesn't handle addition or deletion, and TypeScript won't like it very much, so I'd personally rather stick to query invalidation. Nevertheless, here is a code sandbox example where I'm handling both type of events, invalidation and partial updates. Note. The custom hook is a bit more convoluted because in the example, I use the same WebSocket to simulate the server round trip. Don't worry about it if you have a real server. Increasing stale time. React query comes with a default stale time of zero. This means that every query will be immediately considered as stale, which means it will refetch when a new subscriber mounts or when the user refocuses the window. It is aimed to keep your data as up-to-date as necessary. This goal overlaps a lot with WebSockets, which update your data in real-time. Why would I need to refetch at all if I just manually invalidated because the server just told me to do so via a dedicated message? So if you update all your data via WebSockets anyways, consider setting a high stale time. In my example, I just used infinity. This means the data will be fetched initially via use query, and then always come from the cache. Refetching only happens via the explicit query invalidation. You can best achieve this by setting global query defaults when creating the query client copy infinite stale time. Copy code to clipboard one const query client equals new query client. That's it for today. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter if you have any questions, or just leave a comment below. Down arrow copyright 2022 by Teak Dodo's blog. All rights reserved.